Welcome back to the Racial Draft Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Ford, joined by the returning greatest co-host in the history of co-hosts, Kia Lisi herself, the queen of everything, the mother of draftings, uh, back from surveying the world which she surveys. Uh, Kia, how is everything going? Hey guys, what's up? Macy slash Macy Gray in the house because uh, I lost my voice a little bit. I took a trip to a location that we will talk about later on in this uh, podcast. And uh, I came back and it was allergy season. So what's up, allergies? And so did, you, did you try to walk away and stumble? Is this what, what I'm hearing? Yes. Okay. Um, well, we missed you last week, and as such, it is important that I fill you in on the racial draft business from last week, because what you missed was a win from the white delegation. That's right. Oh, I'm glad I missed that mm-hmm. shit. The <laughs> white delegation. Hey, and I just got your Macy, Macy Gray mm-hmm. reference. <laughs> <laughs> the white delegation yeah, scored... <laughs> The white delegation scored 48 points last week, led by 17 points from Superman and 10 points from Magneto. And but shouldn't second, they get like a shouldn't they get like a 48 point deduction just because they're white? Yeah, I said it. Well, I mean they shouldn't. Because because they're caucus <laughs> behavior. But second place was a multiracial delegation, but I I I I should have told you about this beforehand, but I, I have to reveal it to you on the podcast for the first time ever one of the characters that is near and dear to both of our hearts put up zero points. Would you like to guess which multiracial delegation? Please tell me delegation, Batman. Please tell me Batman. You, no, no. Would you like to guess which multiracial delegation character put up zero points? Oh my God. Was it Wonder Woman? Was it Wonder Woman? Don't tell, don't tell me it was Wonder Woman. Unfortunately, Kia, Zero points last week from Wonder Woman. Oh my god! Oh my god! She only puts out for females, aka I me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, again, the the multiracial delegation did finish second place with 40, 45 points, but Wonder Woman didn't do a thing. It was sad. Poor went out for uh, Diana Prince. Poor went out for Diana Prince. That's some fuckery. Yeah. What is she doing? Like, what? Crying about her ex and how he's not coming back? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> She's eternal. Like, what was she doing? She's not allowed to take a break. And third place, um, we have to give them respect this week. We, um, third, well, this week. Well, this week on behalf of last week, but only this. Stay week, tu- right? Stay tuned for. Uh, stay tuned for what's happening. But uh, the black delegation scored forty-two points last week. Who? Led by who? Led by uh, Black Dick, of course. 
Um, what? Nine, yeah, the black delegation. Uh, nine points so for you tell Nightwing. Me he, <laughs> in third place, Black Dick gave a facial? <laughs> I didn't that say that. Like, I didn't not, say that. Not, you said that's that. That's basically mm-hmm. what you said. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying the black delegation said, came hard this week, uh, last week rather. Oh my and God, is there enough? Is there anything left in their nutsack? Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, their top scorer did put up nine. Um, I was expecting more like 12 or 14, but you know, it's it's it is what it is. But third place. Uh, I don't think they've ever seen third place on anything. Well, but. That was just me filling you in on what happened last week because we do have preliminary FCL scores for this week, which is week nine in our 10-week oh, yeah. FCL I'm challenge. I'm so excited. Wait, real we- quick, though, just to like before you go into that, mm-hmm. uh, did Randy like, did he like do his like two, two, like kind of thing, like to be brag about being third place? Um, I don't think he did. I think he was just happy to not be in a position to be called colored anymore, but you know. Oh, he's still colored. Stay tuned. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ooh. As we do every week, bottom to top, bottom mm-hmm. to top, week eight, I'm sorry, week nine of the FC. Bottom from the bottom, now we're here. Right. Starting at the bottom. With seven points. Wait, with hold on. All- I think I got this. Native Native American delegation. That is correct. Uh, all seven points <laughs> scored by Danny Moonstar. Seven points by Danny. Seven points for Native American uh, Native American delegation overall, and that's the Native American delegation. Uh, zero points for Carnage, Cloak, Dagger, Deathlock, Echo, Gray Crow, Lex Luthor, Puck, Red Wolf. Venom and Vision, all zeros, seven for the Native American delegation. Next up, though, with 18 points, the Polynesian delegation led by... Oh, wait, how is the Polynesian delegation doing? Nine points for Thor. Nine points for Thor, seven points for Iron Man, and two points for Storm. That's all the scoring for the uh, Polynesian delegation. Mm. Next up, with 24 points. I feel like I need to put on my voice. <clears throat> Do it. The color delegation. The color delegation has put backwards up, all it's always been. The colors have put up 25 points. 24 points for <laughs> the color delegation. You're like the guy from the guy from family guy. <laughs> Led by 10 points for dick grayson seven points for black panther three points can we talk about dick for a second i mean like yeah we can always talk about dick i'm always here for you <laughs> all things like i just i don't know like something about dick i i mean i feel like he should be putting out more i feel like he's like a one a day or he should be like a five a day or you know i feel you you understand what i'm saying are you tracking i am okay cool so that was 24 points for the Black Delegation. Black Delegation, we're going to talk later. Hopefully, that will join us on the podcast. The uh, uh, I don't know if you heard, Kia. We what had, happened? We had our first trade this week. What? That's right. But fill you in later. Fill you in later. No, you can't. 
whoa, whoa, you gotta tell me now. You can't just say, Oh, you can't dangle the dick there and then just I am that is I am definitely dangling. Uh listeners, keep on listening because you just dangling his dick. You guys hear that, (laughs) listeners? He's dangling his dick. (laughs) But with 27 points, the fourth place finisher, the South Asian delegation, led by cable and what huntress with nine points. Oh wow. They also got scoring from Jean Grey, Black Cat, and Daredevil for a grand total of 27 points. Next well, up. I, I'm just saying that both Asian teams are doing phenomenal this season, and mm-hmm. I love it. You might want to stay tuned. Uh, in fifth place, that's right, fifth place, the Sao, I'm sorry. The multiracial delegation. The f- I know. Say it. Say it. Thank- <laughs> what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, but it's all good because you know, like, I've been more white this season. I feel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thirty-five points. Thirty-five points for the multiracial delegation, led by seventeen points from Damian Wayne. Uh, seven points from Conan. Four points from Wonder Woman. Three points for the Flash, two points for Magic, and two points for She-Hulk. But uh, overall, very disappointing showing for the multiracial delegation, who was trying to battle it out for the top spot. They were only five points away from first place. And now they have a, oof. yeah, they just didn't, they just didn't have it. Like it's not oh. like first season. But, but in fourth, in fourth place this week. Please tell me it's the Latinx delegation. The Latinx delegation. Oh my God. They still are in the running. Oh my God. Yes. But yes, with, multiracial delegation. But, oh, with, but with 44 points, which means mm. they outscored the Latin, I mean, outscored the multiracial delegation by nine and they extended their lead. However, oh, no. If, oh, no. Oh, no, like, no, no, no. I mean, I'm sure you're not surprised to hear that only four of their characters scored points. Nope. But one of them scored 32 points. Would you like to guess who the 32-point scorer was? That bitch, Batman. That is correct. 32 points from Batman, five points from Harley Quinn, four points from Hawkgirl, and three points I'm really happy. I'm really proud of Holly Harley Quinn for not putting out for the Latin team like she put out for me. <laughs> but that brings us to our final three. And I gotta say, there are some names that we're not usually comfortable, we're not usually a familiar up and up around these echelons. Um, 47 points. Four. Say it with me, Kia. Jiggity. 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 47 Jew? points for the oh Jewish delegation. What has happened? Mm-hmm. I could make such an inappropriate joke right now, but I'm refraining. 47 points led by 18 points from the Black Widow. I have Black Widow. 16 points from Man Thing. Man what? thing. This man is the thing? week. What this the is fuck? the week that man thing shows up because his man thing event just started. 
So he has 16 points this week, and he's got a more man thing books coming next week. So might what? the man might thing. the Jewish delegation be making a strong run? It's possible. Oh, other they, scoring they points. Do. Other scoring points are the are Captain Marvel with five points, Cyclops with five points, and Barbara Gordon with three points. So 47 man, points. I'm, I still can't get over man thing. Mm-hmm. Man thing, I know. Which leaves us to our final two delegations. You have last week's winner and a whole new delegation that I don't think they've won yet this season. Or ever. So, would you like to guess between the white delegation and the east-southeast delegation, which one came out on top, Kia? I'm hoping the southeast delegation. And you would be correct. In second place, the white delegation scored 58 points, led by 22 points from Superman, 18 points from Miles Morales, continually having our heart broken, knowing that Miles Morales is now Italian, and Superboy, Jonathan Kent, additionally, six points from Cyborg for 58 points in total from the white delegation. But that brings us to our grand champion for the week, Kia. Talk about it. Talk about it. 89 points. What the? 89 freak? points. Hell the no. East, Southeast Asian delegation led no, by, led what, by what? 31 points for Peter Parker. That's right. What? 31 points for Peter Parker. Peter Parker came out of nowhere and just mm-hmm. 18 points <laughs> for Captain America. 13 Damn, points. Captain. 13 <laughs> points for Silk. Nine points for Mr. Fantastic. Six points for the thing. Four points for Miss Human Torch. Three points for Spider Gwen. Three points for Spider-Woman. Two points for Namor. One point for the... Well, sorry. <laughs> Wait, Namor actually got some points? Namor actually well, got some points. He's going to be pissed. So, <laughs> now, as you know, we only score points for their top nine characters. For the first week ever, 10 of their characters put up points. But, therefore, they were only able to score 89 and not 90. But 89 points for the East-Southeast Asian delegation. Who's the honorable mention? The honorable mention was uh, Sue Storm with one point for the Invisible Woman. Oh, shit. But they balled out this week here. What? What? Oh, my God. Shout out to all of our Asian-American fans. Holler at us. You know, high-five us because, you know, it is the beginning of Asian-American, Asian-American Pacific... Islanders Heritage Month and right on time, 89 points. And I hope this continues. That's pretty on point. Like, I'm actually very proud of them. Hold on. Like, I, I think we need an applause. Like, do we have sounds? Like, we don't have sound effects. So I'm just going to clap. Yeah. yeah. We need to work on that, bye. Yes, I, we do. <laughs> so I know, I know the people want to know. What are what of the cumulative standings? Mm-hmm. Talk to us. Starting at the bottom, 
the cumulative standings. Oh, can we just start at the top? Honestly, this is once. I mean, I feel like no. I mean, nobody cares about who's in last if we if we end it last. Let's start at the bottom. They're still not gonna care. They're just gonna zone out until you get to the top anyway. <laughs> I mean, you're probably right. But <laughs> in last place, um, this is where I go. Want 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 want. Um, with 138 points. The Native American delegation, <sighs> they tried, but 138 points for the Native American delegation. Their top score is, you won't be surprised to hear that it's Venom. Wow, what a great pick. What a, what great, a great pick. pick. And their number two score is Carnage with 26. What another great pick. Crazy mm-hmm. shit. Yes. Oh. Winning on those two. Next pick is the South Asian delegation with 163 points. Their top scorer is Gene Gray, 31 points. Okay. And uh, tied for second are surprisingly Iron Fist and Doctor Strange. And if you know about <laughs> any of the controversies around these characters, the fact that uh, both of those characters are putting up points is pretty uh, ironic. Don't you think? Uh, a little too ironic. That's the bottom tier. But let's go to the mediocre tier. The mediocre tier where there are there's a team that put up 201 points in total. Jiggity. Jiggity. The Jewish delegation with 201 <laughs> points in total with their two top scorers with 44 points each. Carol Danvers and Barbara Gordon. Holy shit. For the Jewish delegation. Also, with 219 points in total, led by Thor, the Polynesian delegation. Wow. I know. And uh, I don't think we made it to the halfway point, or maybe we're just at the halfway point. So, I mean, uh, how are we going to refer to this delegation? I'll, sh- I'll say the, uh, the Afro-American delegation with, 230, yeah. with 235 points in total. The Afro-American like, delegation. Like, no, I, I feel like no. Like, calm the coloreds. The coloreds, fair enough. Coloreds, yeah. Led by... Randy's Dick. not here to defend himself. Led by Dick, Black Dick Grayson, with 58 points. But 235 points in total. Second scorer is T'Challa, with 32 points, respectable. But... Hmm. You like that pick, didn't you, Mike? I do, but still in the realm of the mediocre. But we are passing beyond the mediocre, Kia, to the final four. The final four. Ooh, drum roll, please, Mike. That was a really sad drum roll. Try again. With 300. You didn't drum roll (laughs) again. I am not going to keep doing this. I'm not sure. uh, (laughs) 
performance monkey, but with 362 <laughs> points in total. 362 points. And led by 132 points from their top scorer, who you might know as Peter Parker, the East Southeast Asian delegation. They're in fourth place with 362 points. That's Mike. Right. Can we, Mike, can we talk about how you wouldn't do a second drum roll, but you did it like a weak ass, like zoop, 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 for Peter Parker? No, we're not gonna. We're not gonna talk about that. Let's <laughs> talk about that, Mike. Mm-hmm. All right, but, fine. We won't talk about it. Next, Mike. Next. But this brings us to third place. Now, remember, fourth place was 362. Third place mm-hmm. is 364. Ooh. Led how, by oh, one, I... led by 118 points from Superman. White Superman is their leading scorer. Second up. 79 points from Superboy. 364 points for the third place delegation currently. And that's the white delegation. Damn. I know, but the final two. The final two. One of them have 415. And the other one has 429, and we already know we spoiled it earlier on the show. The multiracial delegation in second place, mm-hmm. led by Wonder Woman, still with 85 points. Okay. Followed up by Wolverine with 49 and the Flash with 46. Sorry, no, mm-hmm. I apologize to Damian Wayne with 62 points in total. Damian Wayne, but 415 points in total for the multiracial delegation. Wow. I'm I'm taken back by that. However, led by their top scorer with 118 points. Wait a second. Does holy shit. I, I just I just I think. You think what? I'm just looking at this. Does this mean that these? Mean I think I. I was. I'm shocked to find out. Spit it the, out, Junior. The top scorer, the top individual character with 132 points is actually Spider-Man. What? I know. But anyway, the top team led by 118 points from Bruce Wayne, 429 in total, is a Latinx delegation. I know, I know. Wait, wait, how many more, how many more weeks left? One week to go. So nobody's gonna meet that. Nobody's gonna meet the six hundred and whatever. No, no, no one's gonna hit your your uh, Uh, record total. But uh, just holding on to a fourteen point lead going to the final week. 
It's not as close as it was when it was five points, but listen, anything can happen, especially with this, with the East Southeast Asian delegation making a strong run behind. I know. The MV bang. I had no idea that Peter Parker was gonna was gonna come this hard. Wow. All right, good on them. Peter Parker, maybe like that was somebody I overlooked. Well, he didn't actually do that great, like first season, right? No, no, first season he was very disappointing, but this season he, he made a late surge in the la- in his last four weeks. 17, 13, 14, and 31. Wow. I know. It's crazy. But there you have it. There's our racial draft business, except not really. Because like I said, we had our first trade, Kia. Our first Oh my God, you gotta trade. talk to me. You gotta, you gotta tell me how this went down. What happened? Tell me what happened. So as I had mentioned earlier on, uh, trades would be allowed in season two. And, you know, there were some questions as to how it worked. Um, but because once we opened up the supplemental draft, uh, players were allowed to package their supplemental draft picks with their main draft picks. So what we got in our draft, the draft involved both the Latinx delegation and the Black delegation. What? Yes, they did. I missed a lot. I, I, wait, did they do this on the podcast last week? No, they did this out in the in the in the in the world over the course of the week. This happened, I think, on Wednesday night. Do, would you like to hear the characters that were drafted? Yeah, because I mean, they I'm were traded. Really, I'm really, I'm really upset that I wasn't there and messed this all up. <laughs> so, <laughs> the black delegation traded away. Yara Flor, the Brazilian Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Kate Bishop. Oh my God. Hawkeye. And America Chavez to the Latinx delegation. And the Latinx delegation received, sorry, the Lat, sorry, the Latinx delegation re- received those players. The Black delegation received Commissioner Gordon. Renee Montoya and Jason Todd, the Red Hood. Now, I gotta say, I, I, I put a I put a poll up. The people, I asked the people who won the trade. But Kia, who do you think won the trade? Uh, I think I think the black delegation won the trade. Well, wait, no, wait, maybe I no, maybe the Latinx delegation won. I don't know who won the trade, Mike. Who won the trade? I don't know. I'll say it again. The black delegation received Jason Todd, Jason Todd Gordon, Commissioner Gordon, and Renee Montoya, and Renee Montoya, and the Latinx delegation received America Chavez. Uh huh. Yara Floor, the Brazilian Wonder Woman, and Kate Bishop. Oh, yeah. Latinx delegation won that. By a 75% to 25% margin, the Latinx delegation, the people decided, won the trade. 
and people had some things to say on our timeline. Talk to us. Tell me what they said. Mm. I know Mm. once again, once again, just not thinking. So Shep hit us with a head exploding gif. Shout out to Toast, who apparently was not consulted with this trade. <laughs> he said, this is what I get for being at work and not on Twitter. And he's got a gift saying, fail, fail, fail. He is not a believer in this trade. Yeah, that's not mm-hmm. a good trade, honestly. Mm-hmm. Why did Randy do that? Mm-hmm. Like, did he, did he actually get real life mm-hmm. cash app money? <laughs> uh, shout out to the fan. Shout out to uh uh, Brian from the Fantasy Comic League, he said, kind of blown away by this and interested in see, to see how it plays out in the final two weeks. Interesting use of the supplemental draft picks. I, that, I feel like that's his way of saying the Black Delegation got fleeced. Um, yeah, how did Randy not see that? You can't uh, trust Carlos. You Gord- can't trust Carlos. Gordy says, Colossus was right there for anyone involved with this. For anyone in any roster, Gordy feels left out of the trade market. Well, well nobody's going to trade with a white guy. <laughs> I mean, every t- like we we see how that works out. In yeah, every, every in any single context. time. Yes, yeah, it never works out. Uh, Dostoevsky said, "Wait, what? Who authorized this? Latinx allegation got us good." I feel you. Uh, shout Wait, out to why did Randy like I need to understand what Randy was thinking you know when I invited Randy and Carlos onto the podcast to talk about this they said they would be here and yet they're not here Kia and yet I need to here. understand I need to judge Randy I must let him know hopefully at least he does not approve hopefully they'll be here soon to talk about it maybe he's scared and shout out to Faraway Mars on Twitter, who said, we traded away who for who? And uh, Ice Cube GIF looking at us incredulously. <laughs> and I think we're all Ice Cube right now. I think we're all Ice Cube right now. My, I'm, gonna, I'm sorry. There's no way. Randy had to get actual money from Carlos. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He got Venmoed or Cash App. And that's all I want to know. I just want to know how much. That's all I want to know. Well, along with, you know, as per our trade rules, every trade, every player being traded that is part of a race band has to get a a new fan cast. So the new black Commissioner Gordon, despite the fact that there is a Commissioner Gordon being played by Jeffrey Wright in the Batman movie. This new Commissioner Gordon is going to be played by Courtney B. Vance. What do you think, Kia? What? The new Commissioner Gordon is being played by Courtney B. Vance? The Black Commissioner Gordon. Uh, I mean, I get it, but I really just don't like Courtney B. Vance's nut face, you know? Wow. Like, I get it. I'm just not a big fan of his face. 
I think I think if not for the fact that there was a you know a great Jeffrey Wright casting out there, Courtney B. Vance would be perfectly fine. But, but Courtney B. Vance did pull Andal- uh, Angela Bassett, so I do. Not only did he pull her, but um, he, he continues to pull her. So yeah. yeah, like I mean, so I have to give him some credit. I feel you. Like, like I, I mean, so if he ever listens to you, like, you don't like my face, but I'm dating Angela Bassett, and I'd be like, props on you. I am not worthy. Right. So what do you think of their fan cast for Renee Montoya, who was, they chose Queen Latifah? Okay. Okay. All right. Queen Latifah, she's made it in some movies. Okay, I, I like her. All right. I like I mean, she's mm. always Queen Latifah in everything that she plays. Mm. But I mean, you know. You I mean, know, Renee Montoya. Best thing, but you know. Renee Montoya, noted lesbian uh, icon, uh, pol- uh, police character. And, but I can see, I can see, I can see, yeah, it doesn't doesn't require like the best of actors for that role and last but not least the red hood fan cast and listen if you're listeners right now you should definitely check it's probably it's probably trojan isn't it uh i don't know get it red hood fan cast Hmm. red trojan i got you i got you i got you but um do you do because you did not laugh you did not laugh um, I'm laughing on the inside, Kia. I'm laughing on the inside. But I'm giving was, my middle finger on the outside. There was both a fan cast and fan art for this casting for Jason Todd. Are you okay, ready for I need it, to Kia? See, I need to Are see you, both. Yes. John Boyega as Black Jason Todd. Okay, what, where's the drawing? Hmm? Where's the drawing? Uh, do you want me to? Yeah. Yeah. One second. One second. For the, you know, the listeners, the listeners don't have access to our chat. So I'm going to go ahead and sorry, this is bad radio. However, not bad. Go ahead and check your chat, Kia. I'm checking the chat. I am checking the chat. But yes, I urge all the listeners to do the same thing that Key is doing right now and check the chat for a black red hood. Oh. Okay. Who drew that? And we have been joined. Shout out to Simeona on Twitter for giving us some of that uh, John Boyega as Red Hood fan art. But Carlos, Carlos can't hear us apparently, or he's on mute. We need to, Hmm. Oh, Carlos came on again. I know it's double Carlos. Double Carlos. Which Carlos should we look at? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, there's mm-hmm. no face there. I know. But, cute. Carlos, are you with us? 
Well, Kia, what did you think of the fan art? Fan art? It was I, but the, the guy they chose, I mean, I understand he's been in a lot of like, I guess, you know, things that are important to like Star Trekers and stuff like that. But honestly, mm-hmm. like. So, so are you saying you're not a fan of John Boyega as Red Hood? I feel like he could have done better. Wow. All right, Carlos. Let us know. How do you feel having fleeced the la- the uh, black delegation? You think I fleeced them? Oh, you fleeced the shit out of them, Carlos. No, come on. Come on. Oh, Carlos. <laughs> on top of you fleecing them, can we just talk for just a second about how um, listeners listen up? So I was in Chicago for like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday to Tuesday. Six whole days. You know who did not hit me up and say, hey, Kia, come to my kid's birthday party? Or hey, Kia, why don't we go out for some brunch? Or hey, Kia, do you even eat? <laughs> hey, Kia, do, I don't you know have a rental car. Hey, Kia, okay, you listeners. know what? You could just stop by. I probably drove by Carlos's house 80 times because guess what? At the end of the day, I was lost. I was lost driving around Chicago. But you know what? It's Bottom a pretty line, basic grid system here, Kia. <laughs> hey, look, I had navigation. It was all I needed in my life. You know what, listeners? But, uh, why don't you take a guess as to who slipped in and out of my city and didn't tell me she was here? Oh, my God, listeners. Do we want to go back to um, the uh, actual Rachel Draft podcast uh, thing where I actually said it on the podcast? I'm supposed to remember what you said four weeks ago, Kia. <laughs> it wasn't four weeks ago. It was like two weeks ago. I, I mean, I definitely think the normal protocol is to say when you arrive in someone else's city to say, oh, hey, no, oh no, I'm, oh no. I'm in oh your no, city. Time out. That's it. Um, time out, Mike. You are totally on my team and now you're switching sides. Oh my God, you're so dumb shit. Kia, like, wait, yeah, Kia, you're, you're asking can't... me if I remember what you said on that one pod where there was like seven of us yelling <laughs> on top of each other for two hours? <laughs> oh, that hurts for you. Oh my God. Okay. Fine. All oh. I heard, all I heard in that episode was your friend called me cute a few times, and I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, you heard that? Oh, he heard that and remembered that. But That's what I remember. Well, Carlos, <laughs> you showed up at just the right time because we were going through. We we were in the midst of talking about the first ever trade in the yeah. history of the racial draft, and we are we just talked about all the black delegation fan casts, but now we yeah. can talk about the Latinx delegation fan casts, which you know. I thought the Black Delegation fan cast was pretty good. John Boyega's Jason Todd is perfect. Yeah, I like it. Uh, but wait, uh, wait, real quick. I did not fleece them, first of all. Yeah, uh, you did. And how much money did you Venmo and cash out there? Do you know, do you know what I did? <laughs> That's you know what I want to know. When, when, it, when I realized that we could trade supplemental picks for roster picks, I went through and I looked to see who of my supplemental picks were scoring points. And I thought Commissioner Gordon was scoring more points than I realized he would. And then I kept seeing Commissioner Renee Montoya showing mm-hmm. up in the in the scoring. So I said, I'm going to draft Renee Montoya, and then I'm going to try to trade her. And that's what I did. And now I got – I traded Renee Montoya, who was never going to score points for me, for Yara Floor, who was never going to score points for Randy. No, it was a good strategy. And, and look, on your end, even, even on a pure – you know, aesthetic standpoint, it just feels right. 
that Thank you. America oh, Chavez and Yara Floor are in the so much. next fold. It, it, feels, it feels right that we got <laughs> yeah, America it, it Chavez and Yara right. Floor and they got Jason Todd. Yes, it feels right. It feels right. However, oh. it just, you know, it, it doesn't feel like a balanced trade. I got to be honest. The, the Kate Bishop aspect was maybe a little bit more egregious. I mean, you, you probably, I was surprised you didn't want to get Krakoa after all the talk about, you know. Uh, sir, <laughs> wanting, wanting to get and being able to get are two very different things. I couldn't get Krakoa. I couldn't get Krakoa. Wait, wait, are you saying that Randy was not willing to part with, with three points scoring Krakoa? I don't want to speak out of school, but Randy was like, I'm real attached to Krakoa. I don't think I want to trade Krakoa. I said, Randy, give me whoever you want. Give me, I want America Chavez and whoever you want. Wow. Well, and he sent him $50 in cash app. <laughs> well, we, we need to get into it. The fan casting for. So we didn't. We actually didn't get a Yara Floor fan cast, which is fine because you know there's not a race band involved with Yara Floor and the Latinx allegation. However, we need to stop and and you know pay pay respect to you. You said even though Marvel cast an America Chavez actress, uh, you went ahead and and cast Herizan Guardiola as your fan cast for America Chavez, Kia. I'm going to go ahead and uh, hook you up with hook you up with some Googles for that. Say the name again. Yeah, go ahead and uh, go ahead and look at our, our, our chat link. Uh, that is the new racially drafted America Chavez. She's from that... Um... Oh, what's that Baz Luhrmann hip hop show? Um, not the rundown. What the hell is it called? The the get down. The get down. Thank you. Yeah, she's oh, in there. Is she from New York? Oh, she's from cute. Miami, actually. Mm. She's in Miami. I believe she's Cuban. Cuban okay. B. <laughs> nice. Yes, Cuban B. And so I was a fan of that. That that's a thumbs up for me. Um, However, I don't hate it. Right. Look who doesn't hate it. Look at that. And but you know who I don't like? Going to Chicago and then uh, not being invited to a birthday party. Messed up. I went to a birthday party too. <laughs> I know you did. It was my kid's birthday party. I know. Oh, um, I love it. Yep. Just there, hanging out. I was like. Don't worry, Carlos or Gordy will hit me up eventually. Well, the you know, new- I don't have to be the weirdo that like just badgers them and says like make make sure you hang out with me. Be like, just no, the real weird thing is like I think I started following you on Instagram last week, but you really should have just hit me up. <laughs> so the new the new Latinx Kate Bishop, you might know her, this actress from the Runaways, where she's not playing Latina. Which is weird. Of course. Uh, Ariella Badea, who's weirdly Badea, yeah. yeah, she's playing, she's she's playing like is he playing like Peggy Peggy Bundy's daughter on on this ABC show? Yes. Yes, she is. I think on this this new ABC show, she's playing like 
I think the idea is that is it Katie Seagal has mm-hmm. like three three daughters by three different men. Okay. And they're all detectives. I don't know. That show's not gonna last very long. Yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you say it out loud. <laughs> That's well, just a weird hook. Yeah, definitely is a weird hook. It's 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 a weird flex in every possible way. But I actually think she would be a cool Kate Bishop. Um, obviously, Marvel does, you know, they don't. She's adorable. Cast. Yes. So she is the new uh, Latina Kate Bishop as per our our new fan cast. And I am here for it. But again, I don't know if you saw this, Carlos, but the people, 75% to 25% said that the Latinx delegation won the trade. And I voted for the black delegation in that trade. Uh, of course you did. Of course you I was did. Trying, I was trying real hard because, like, I understand the name. The name cachet is is pretty is pretty skewed to one direction. Yes, but, yes, it is. But point points wise, it like it really isn't. No, we're I getting, get you. We're getting America Chavez on one book, and I'm basically hoping that she scores more in that book than two police commissioners of Gotham and yeah. Jason Todd, you know? But, but so here's the thing, like if we're, if we're taking points off the table, if we're just looking at it in terms of like, you know, like, you know, props and respect, like Jason Todd in America is probably like a wash, you know, like Jason mm-hmm. Todd, mm-hmm. like in mm-hmm. my mind, Jason Todd belongs with the black delegation and America belongs with the Latinx delegation. And then it's just a matter of, like, what is Yara Flora going to be going forward? We're still, it's, it's, a, it's an X factor. Right. But we know that Kate Bishop is as a player. Sure. Yes. If this season was 13 weeks long, 14 weeks long, this would be a lopsided trade because Yara Flora is probably going to have a book, I think, in like a couple weeks. Right. Although, then again, so is, I think Jason Todd's got a book in a couple of weeks. So I probably wouldn't have traded yeah. Jason Todd. Well, but Jim Gordon is like apparently the star of the Joker book. Exactly. And yeah. the name Montoya just shows up. And I just didn't realize it until I just happened to be perusing the scores. I feel you. No, I mean, what I think I'm trying to say is that the Latinx delegation are trailblazers. And <laughs> we came up with the first. <laughs> We were the first ones to come up with a round one poll that secured us a top four pick, even though we had the fifth pick in the draft. <laughs> and we got a trade. We got a trade for a season ending trade for a closer in week 10 of 10. <laughs> oh my Can't God. be mad at it. Can't be mad at Can't it. Can't be mad at it. No. Just all right. But I mean, it's just going to be sad, though, that like, you know. The Latinx delegation with all the people that they have on there and their stacked their stacked roster still won't hit six hundred points. That's where we're moving the goalposts to. Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, I mean, the goalpost was already set there, like for season from season one. But I mean, I, I just yeah. What's kind of really crazy. sad is that like we were going to be leading all year long, and then the East Southeast Asian delegation is just going to come in and destroy us. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to lay down a monster, as Teddy KGB would say. Like weirdly, weird. I didn't realize until just this week that that Peter Parker is the top scorer beyond even Batman. Yes, really. <laughs> that, Surprise. That's, interesting. that's very interesting. 
Hey, yeah. Spider-Man was in our poll. He was. I know. All right, but this is the time to move. You know, hopefully Randy will join us in his uh, 56K modem. But we have to move on to our supplemental draft picks. You know he'll be on when you hear the door open, like in AOL Instant Messenger. <laughs> exactly. You <laughs> 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 got fail. <laughs> All right, Kia, are you ready to hear about the kickoff of the picks for the supplemental draft? Yeah, jiggity jiggity jew me. <laughs> All right, I it saw, starts I off. I thought you say that, Carlos. Wink, wink. I didn't, yeah. Hey, I didn't finish it. Jiggity jiggity. He just said jiggity jiggity. Jiggity jiggity. But it starts off with the East Southeast Asian delegation that we just talked about. They drafted. Are you ready, Kia? Yes. Virginia. Pepper Potts. Are you have you are familiar with the Oh character? my god. Virginia Pepper Potts. One of my faves. But go ahead, let the people know. Virginia no, no, no. Wait, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and unleash the fan cast on you. Are you familiar with an actress named Grace Park? No, I'm not familiar um, with Grace Park. So go ahead and Google her. I'll give you time. You she was a she was a major player in the Battlestar Galactica show. Battlestar Galactica show, but also in the Hawaii Five O show. Oh wait, I know her. Yes, I do. You just had to say the Hawaii one first. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so yes, Pepper Potts is now a Korean American. I like her. I yes. like her too. She was like and, the uh, one member of Battlestar who was not part of that Nexium cult. <laughs> yo, and her, yo, and her husband Phil Kim. Her husband, Phil Kim, is like the hottest. Oh, my God. Just saying. If he wants to leave her, I'm available. Wow. We went from drafting her to trying to, like, cuckold her. In, in breaking one... her home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, look, I'm not about breaking up a home, but I am trying to shoot my shot. I'm just saying. I feel you. I feel you. So I'm going to go ahead and polyamorous or something. There you go. Oh, wait. I just mean, if she's, poly she's polyamorous, then open the door. I'm willing to. To, to listen to some, <laughs> some, some options. But anyway, reading from the wiki, Virginia Pepper Potts handles the day-to-day -day business of running Stark Industries while Tony Stark is distracted, socializing or pursuing other endeavors. There's a lot more to the story, but you know, from our supplemental perspective, you know her as the love interest to Tony Stark, you know her also as being played by Gwyneth Paltrow in the Avengers movies, but now, now, Grace Park. Uh, what did you think of that pick, Carlos? Uh, it was one of those like, oh man, how is she still on the board? <laughs> one, of those, one of those picks, it's like the supplemental draft is kind of gone. It's like, wait, who, who, did, who was still there? Uh, so yeah, this was definitely one of them. I like that you say played by Gwyneth Paltrow because I like memorably because I don't think she remembers that she was Pepper Potts. <laughs> and also, I'm really happy that you immediately broke into the wiki because I was about to lay down. A, you want to put Pepper in her pot uh, with the Polly? Nice. And now, now we can laugh. <laughs> in the moment, it would have been real creepy. Right. So no, I, I get it. I mean, that is that is definitely a name built for puns. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. But uh yeah, uh kimchi pots, but no, never mind. Um <laughs> <laughs> so oh the approval God. rating 
here, um, I've got to do the math on the fly. That is 80.5% approval. A high percentage. 80.5, including 42.9, strongly approve, 28.6, somewhat approve, 14.3%, somewhat disapprove, and 14.3% racist. Yeah. Mm. It was probably, we know who it was. Yeah. He's just not here to say it was me. But shout out to Dosieski, who said he can rock with this because I can rock with that as well. Next up, the multiracial delegation with a somewhat controversial pick, if I'm if I might say say so myself. Um, Kia, what do you think? Have you ever heard of a character named? Edwin Jarvis? The real question is, has Carlos ever heard of Edwin Jarvis? Is that not Jarvis? What'd you is, that say? Jarvis? Is, that, is that just Jarvis? Yes, he is uh, He is Tony Stark's Alfred. Yes, that is correct. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I passed. <laughs> See, I knew that. <laughs> You're that kid who sits behind the smart kid in class, right? <laughs> it's like uh copy off my copy of my page uh yeah. oh the marvel the marvel version of he's played by james darcy in um in the agent carter television series um, and also like, in endgame right yes correct but um he's basically marvel's alfred he he is a tony stark's butler the avengers butler and um and now he's been drafted by the black delegation. And they provided a fan cast. Kia, are you ready? Oh, sorry, by the multiracial delegation, not the black delegation. Wow. Uh, are, you, are you ready for this fan cast? Because I am. It's a little controversial, I gotta say. Because so the multiracial delegation, the multiracial delegation said that he is one quarter white, but 75% black. Oh. And he did his fan, 23 and me. And their fan cast was <laughs> Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson? Mm-hmm. Most famously, the Black Ghostbuster. Yes, most famously, <laughs> the Black Ghostbuster. Who are you going to call indeed? I was going to say the hand that rocks the cradle, but. You know, that's oh, me. Man. Can we talk about Ernie Hudson for just a second? I feel as though he is old man hot. Look, Therefore, I feel uncomfortable saying this on a public forum, but I definitely had to endure years. No, no, sorry. Had to endure a certain amount of time of like people saying that like Ernie Hudson should hook up with my mom. Um, oh. So, so, so oh. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, he's yeah, really attractive. Mom. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> mom. Hi, mom. We love you. <laughs> Bernie Hudson no, and Hand the Rock really, Cradle. Like, is honestly, like, like, you shouldn't be upset about that because he's actually really attractive. So, like, that would be like really awesome if your mom like got to like you know hang out with him. Yeah, but but here's the thing: if you show up to your mom's house and like. This is my friend, Ernie Hudson. Like, 
Like you know your mom is fucking Ernie Hudson. Like it's it's oh it's, it's happening. Right. It's, it's happening it's totally whether happening. you want to accept it or not. It's and probably you have to like <laughs> yep. <laughs> but something anyway. something keymaster, something something gatekeeper. Exactly. But anyway, <laughs> let's jump into the Jarvis wiki for that. Uh Butler to the start on, family. I'll jump on him. Uh, uh, uh. Real quick because I, I do have to jump off unfortunately today early. Uh Ernie Hudson in the Hand That Rocks the Cradle is maybe one of the most problematic black roles <laughs> of the And that's saying a hell of a lot. Like, simple, simple, super strong black gardener to rich white people who gets, who gets falsely accused of uh, molesting their daughter. Yikes. And then, like, so loyal to the family? Get out of here. Uh- <laughs> It's like it's him and like John Coffee from the Green. Mountain. Those are the two. Like, yeah. Where you can imagine either one of them like this giant black man, infantile minds. Jesus, what were we thinking? It was not that long ago, guys. That was late nineties for you, right there. It's rough. But yes, Butler to the Stark family. Edwin Jarvis went on to be the caretaker of the Avengers Mansion and has laid his life on the line for them several times. So that is our Ernie Hudson slash multiracial delegation, uh, Edwin Jarvis. And the people had a take, Kia. What do you think the people decided with regard to multiracial Jarvis? I I think they might not have liked it. Well, the people gave that a 62.6% approval rating. 43.8 43.8 strongly approved. 18.8% somewhat approved. 18.8% somewhat disapprove. And I can't even say 18.8% racist uh, because, you know, it's a questionable choice. But, uh, you know, strongly disapprove. Strongly disapprove. But let's move on to the black delegation. Surprisingly, because this came right on the heels of the trade. And Kia, are you ready to hear what the black delegation did with their draft pick? Yep. Because they drafted Nick Fury. Nick Fury. Oh, shit. Nick Fury. Now, this is where things get a little bit dicey. Because in the comics, there is a black Nick Fury who is the son of the white Nick Fury. Okay. However, there is also a white Nick Fury who is different from the Nick Fury who is played by Samuel L. Jackson. I say it's different. Who's played by Samuel L. Jackson in the movies. It doesn't matter if you're black or white. <laughs> so so I'm so for the purposes of this draft pick the current Nick Fury who is Nick Fury Jr. and played by Samuel L. Jackson was drafted by the Black Delegation. So I'm going to jump into the wiki for that Nick Fury. Wiki wiki Nick Fury Jr. Wiki wiki once known as Marcus Johnson, 
Nick Fury Jr. is the second son of the legendary Nick Fury and the leader of the Secret Avengers with a military history and a knack for espionage. A knack for espionage, he has gone on to follow in his father's footsteps as an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. And like I said before, played by Samuel L. Jackson in the movies. What do you think of this pick here? I like it. I actually like it. I like it as well. I mean, surprisingly, he was still out there because, it, you know, obviously when we go back and forth with what the supplemental draft is, it was surprising that he wasn't drafted in the main draft for that reason. But big pick, Samuel L. Jackson, who, who could possibly hate on this pick if we're being honest, Kia? Um all people that are not of color. Yes, because the people, 89.5% approval. And all 89.5% of that approval was strongly approved. And yet, and yet, 5.3% somewhat disapprove. And 5.3% strongly disapprove by which I say that all 10.6% are racist racist because how the fuck are you not approving of black Nick Fury I, I can't answer that Kia can you I cannot honestly like I hate using the R word but Yep. Yeah, I know. Yep. Uh, I know. I mean, look, it's hard. It's hard to. It's hard. It, like, it's a hard position to defend. You don't want Black Nick Fury, even though Black Nick Fury is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I have questions. I have questions. All right, but that brings us to the Polynesian delegation. Shout out to Tomity. Shout out to Tomity. Are you familiar with a character named Betty Ross? Oh my God, I love Betty Ross. No, actually, I don't know. <laughs> well, you might know Betty Ross for when she was played by Liv Tyler in the Incredible Hulk movie. Oh, wait. Now I do. I just never knew her name. I just called her Liv Tyler. <laughs> yes, she is the love interest to Bruce Banner. Oh, uh, okay. Never mind. I knew that, but I yeah. didn't know that, but I knew it. Yeah, jumping into the wiki, she's the love of Bruce Banner's life, one of the Hulk's greatest allies, though she's the daughter of the Hulk's greatest enemy, General Thunderbolt Ross. She's been transformed into, oh, sorry, we're not going to talk about the part where she was turned into a Red Hulk of her own and some different other characters because ultimately in the supplemental draft, it's important that she be Betty Ross, love interest of the Hulk. And uh, Key, what do you think of that pick? I think that it's amazing. Uh, well, here's the thing that will make it even more amazing. The fan cast. So I am going to, in a second, 
send the link to the fan cast. Simone Kessel. That's right. Simone Kessel. Check your check your chat, Kia. For the new fan cast for Betsy Ross for Betty Ross. so no oh wow that was surprising no don't like it don't like it sorry sorry not sorry all right well uh sad um apologies to the simone kessel hive but um that was the choice for from tomity and uh the people had a different take slightly different take (laughs) uh 80 Sorry, 84.6% approval rating. Wow. Polynesian well, Bessie Ross. That's not fair. Tom just has a, uh, has a uh, what do you call it? Um, a loyal following? Yes. Yeah, a loyal following. Yes. So, like I said, 84.6%, including 76.9% strongly approve. And 7.7% somewhat approve, 0% somewhat disapprove, and 15.4% racist. However, you know, I mean, I'm a fan of the actress somewhat. Um, And, you know, it's a, it's a, I I work, it worked for me, even if it didn't work for you. Mm -hmm. Let's move on. Okay. The Latinx delegation. Okay. This one might be a little controversial, but are you familiar with an with a character named Zelma Stanton, Kia? Oh my god, Zelma? Yeah, no. That's okay. That's fine. She's not yeah. a well she's not a well-known character. However, you, you know, like I'm just saying, like. You know, for the future, you don't have to always ask me if I know the character. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like I, I really hate flexing on these hoes. You know, like I got you, I got you. So yeah. Selma Stanton was created by Jason Aaron and Chris Bacalo in 2015 as part of the uh, that of their reign on uh, Doctor Strange in 2015. Mm-hmm. She is a librarian who is. Uh, who helped out Doctor Strange, and now and then she became, um, you know, an assistant. Did and she now give she Doctor Strange some strange? She did not. She did not. Um, well, they what's kept the it, point they of being a and not giving it strange? Not giving Doctor Strange strange. I mean, isn't that like in the do- job description? Mm, I mean, he gets a, he gets a lot of strange on his own. He doesn't need to like. I know, but it's a librarian strange. <laughs> you know, that's some weird uh, strange. Like, well. Zelma Stanton, New Yorker, helped out on Doctor Strange. She's now a teacher at the Strange Academy. She's a mu- uh, a magician of her own right, and again, big player in Doctor Strange universe. Who came into came into prominence very recently, and the fan cast. Let me know if you approve of the fan cast. Gina Rodriguez. Ooh, okay, yes, I like that. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Um, 
I'm going to go ahead and read from the wiki. Dr. Strange, former librarian, currently teacher of Strange Academy. But the people, though, I wonder if this has more about more to say about the actress, Gina Rodriguez herself, but the people only gave that a 54.5 approval rating. Despite the fact that Zelma is herself Latinx or Latina. So 54.5% approval, strongly approved. 0%. I know why. Somewhat approved. 9.1% somewhat disapproved. And 36.4% strongly disapproved. Wow. That is either racist or they really hate Gina Rodriguez. I don't think they like her. Is that what your that's your opinion? That that's well, I your... think that well, I, it's not. I don't even know if it's not that they don't like her, as opposed to like they can't see her being anything other than the in the role that she has played on TV. Mm. You know, well, like that's... somehow, like, yeah, like that's a lot of times that's what happens where like they see her as one thing and they can't see her in anything else. Well, that's really unfortunate because I think that's a really inspired pick from the Latinx delegation because as a Latina character and uh, whoever's hating on that they shouldn't hate on that honestly but that brings us to the Native American delegation shout out to the Native American delegation Kia shout out to Waki that's right Maggie Sawyer can we talk about how weird that sounded? Like, does that sound uh, like dog-ish? Let's it's just, let, like yeah, let's just move on. That, that's, that sounded kind of weird, to be honest. Maggie Sawyer. Are you familiar with Maggie Sawyer, Kia? Yeah, I thought we were going to ask. We weren't going to ask that question. Oh, yeah, again. sorry. Maggie uh-huh. Sawyer. Take it right <laughs> to the wiki. Detective Maggie Sawyer is a police officer who has worked in both Gotham City and Metropolis. Well respected by her peers, she began what would prove to be a long and illustrious career as part of the Metropolis Special Crimes Unit and is working alongside Detective Dan Turpin. Together, the pair often allied with Superman, helping him to defeat the city's more unusual criminals. Maggie later transferred to Gotham City, serving as a detective in the GCPD's Major Crimes Unit. Working with Batman and his allies, Maggie eventually rose to the head of the MCU. For a time, Maggie replaced Jason Baird as Gotham City's police commissioner, but was herself replaced when James Gordon returned to her job. Initially, Maggie was married to James Buchanan Sawyer, with whom she had a daughter named Jamie. However, Maggie later came to terms with her sexuality, coming out as a lesbian and divorcing her husband. Maggie has had a long romantic relationship with Kate Kane, the DC superhero known as Batwoman. The two met years before, long before Kate began her heroic career. They were legally, sorry, they were briefly engaged, but Kate broke off the engagement. In the current Rebirth universe, Maggie transferred back to Metropolis PD, where she again found himself working alongside Superman. So Maggie Sawyer, one of the top cops the DC Universe, one of the top lesbian cops mm-hmm. in the DC Universe. Represent. You might know her from the Supergirl um, show, if you watch that show, where she was played by uh, Fiera Lima. But mm-hmm. now she's been drafted 
by the Native American delegation. In a, in a lot of um, senses, she's going her own, own way, you know? Um, <laughs> I got that. I got that right on the target. Like, <laughs> But let me uh, share with you the fan cast. Tins Tinsel Corey. What? Who names their kid Tinsel? Tinsel Corey. Go ahead and share the go ahead and share the link for you in the chat, Kia. See if you approve. Did you share it? Oh wow. Oh wow, that's a, that's a pretty girl. I like her bone structure. Tinsel mm. Corey. But Tinsel is just not a name. That like that's like a dog's name. Oh. So is Channing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, sorry, Tatum. But like Tinsel, like, is like, is that like what you call like the stuff that you put on the Christmas tree? Tinsel? <laughs> yes, it in fact is. It really is? Shut up. I fucking knew it. <laughs> well, I'm a fan of the actress. And I think this is a, a pretty good fan cast. But it all remains to what the people thought, Kia. What did the people think, Mike? 66.7% approval rating, including all 66.7% strongly approve. However, wow. 33.3% racist, strongly. I know. Maybe they're, they're maybe they're not racist, maybe they're prejudiced. Maybe, but they, they just need to look more pictures because that is a perfect fan cast as far as I'm concerned. So like does Tinsel turn you on, Mike? I mean, no comment, but maybe. <laughs> Thanks for uh, winking at me, Mike. And then, like, <laughs> <in your> hair. <laughs> but this is by far the most controversial pick of the entire round. Kia, are you ready? I think I'm ready. Wait, wait, hold on. Mm. I'm just raising myself. Oh God! Oh God! Mm. Okay, tell me. It's the white delegation. Okay, that in itself. Like, can we just skip them? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's the white delegation. Oh, it's probably gonna be like a woman being murdered or something. No, no, this is this is a different tact for the white delegation. But I'm gonna go ahead and read the name of the character and then jump right into the wiki gear. Okay, wiki wiki. Lucius <laughs> Fox. I thought you were going to say Lucius Lion. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, he did it. Oh, no, he did it. <laughs> no, no, no. This is, uh, we did, yeah, we didn't go full uh, Empire here. But here, <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Lucius oh, no, Fox, who you might remember being played by Morgan Freeman in the Dark Knight movies. Yes. But drafted by the white delegation. I'm going to go ahead and read from the wiki. If Alfred Pennyworth is the man behind the bat, the voice of reason and emotional support for the Dark Knight, Lucius Fox is the man behind Bruce Wayne. 
providing him with the technology and gadgetry he needs while single-handedly maintaining the financial integrity of Wayne Enterprises. As CEO, Lucius presides over the strategy and management of Bruce Wayne's multi-billion dollar company, ensuring it remains profitable while remaining ethical. Very intelligent and with a knack for business that is second to none, Lucius plays a, plays a crucial role in ensuring the financial security of the business, which allows Bruce to concentrate on the more nocturnally inclined activities as Batman. Whether or not Lucius is fully aware of his employer's vigilantism is unclear, but he has admitted that he prefers to retain a level of plausible deniability. Regardless, nice. Lucius does tend to allocate funds towards research and development projects that would be incredibly beneficial to the Dark Knight's cause. Lucius Fox's resourcefulness and business acumen place him alongside Alfred and Commissioner Gordon as a valuable asset to Dark Knight, without whom Batman's success would be much more difficult to achieve, if not outright impossible. So yes, the white delegation drafted noted black man, Lucius Fox. Mm -hmm. Your thoughts, Kia? I think that uh, Gordy has done it again. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm just saying, if somebody like, you know, beats him up for it <laughs> or like, you know, does anything else to him, he brought it on himself. He brought it on himself. He is that guy. So if he gets, mm -hmm. if people go to his Twitter, which is at Gordy, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and, you know, you know, it's kind of like reporting for being himself. I, I can't judge them for it. So I'm going to jump in with a couple points. So first off, there was a fan cast. It was uh, Sam Neill, who you might know from the Jurassic Park movies. Oh, um, wait, the guy with the glasses? Um, Maybe. Uh, have you not seen Jurassic Park? Right? I don't. I just didn't remember if he wore glasses in Jurassic Park. Oh, wait, no, I was thinking of the other guy. Never mind. No. Oh, no, he went so white. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That is one but, big shit. But here's what I'm going to say. Just because he drafted Lucius Fox doesn't mean that the rest of the members of the Fox family aren't themselves still black. So this is a white man who is raising a whole black family. Um, yes, because he'll be able to get them prepared for real life. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. So he is a. Yeah, yeah. You think that that white man will be able to prepare black people and black children for real life? Well, what I'm going to say is that he's uh, set up a level of rich, of richness, and privilege to a family of black people that might make them. A yeah, that. Bit that privilege only is only in their household, buddy. Only in their household. I agree. And <laughs> and as we know, at least three of the members of the Fox family have been uh, vigilantes alongside Batman. So it only makes so sense. Obviously, they have daddy issues. Correct. And if we think about it, in our universe, in our racially drafted universe, there's a uh, Latino Batman and doesn't it make sense that there's a white man running his company while he uh, gallivants? It around? would have been more. It would have been actually more like you know on point if the Jewish delegation then. Ooh, I didn't say it, but I don't. I disagree. mean, 
So all that is to say that, you know, I mean, white Lucius Fox is doing the work as a white ally. He is raising black children and he is helping out a Latino Batman as he, you know, promotes his mission of, of superheroics. However, the people, would you like to guess whether the people approve or not, Kia? I would love to hear it. So only 55.5% of the people approve, Kia. <laughs> strongly approve. 11.1% somewhat approve. 22.2% somewhat disapprove. And 22.2% strongly disapprove. That is a lot of dissent against white Lucius Fox. Mm-hmm. Have you I, ever met a white man named Lucius? I've never met a white man named Lucius. But if I met a white man named Lucius, I might be inclined to trust him. But that's just me. <laughs> but Kia, that brings us to this, if not the most controversial pick of the round, definitely in the top two controversial picks of the round. And that comes from the Jewish delegation. Mm-mm-mm. Are you ready for this pick from the Jewish delegation? Yeah, kid? I'm ready. The Jewish delegation selected. Um, you might know him as the Punisher, but by the precepts of our uh, racial draft, supplemental draft, Frank Castle. Uh, traditionally- yeah, uh, this is disqualified. Traditionally, I'm making, had, no, I'm making it. I'm making a decision that disqualified. They wow. are disqualified. You're not gonna. You're not even gonna let me. Uh, like say my point. He's normally an Italian American man. Um, he is played. He has been played in one of his more um, iconic performances by uh, John Bernthal, who himself is a Jewish in, actor. But he was also. Um, in um, Sparta, I think it was, and he was naked, and I saw his peen, and it was really nice. Okay, well, but he's still disqualified. And and you're disqualifying him because he because uh, he's an actual superhero. That is, I'm not going to disagree with you there. He's he is a superhero. We are not picking superheroes in the supplemental draft. Drown, drown. Wait, hold on. I, I'm sorry, I have a speech impediment, people. Mm-hmm. And the supplemental draft round. There we go. I feel Mike. Mike, this can't go on. Well, There's no privilege here. <laughs> you play by the rules or you don't play at all. He has been disqualified. I'll put it in the chat. Wow. Well, um, I'm gonna go ahead and read for the wiki. You know what? You know what? You know what? You know he's reminding me of the guy uh, when I had to fly home from Chicago. Our flight was delayed because we were on the tarmac. You know, the tarmac. It's a tarmac or tarmac. 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 Tar. Okay. Tar. Yeah. Okay, and we were about to fly, and then all of a sudden we had to turn around because there was a white guy in the back wearing a black T-shirt saying "white privilege" and calling like. The flight attendants, Nazi, Nazis, and all this other stuff. So we had to go all the way back. 
I wanted to like get up and like scratch out the white privilege and put no privilege because he was getting kicked off the plane. But that's besides. <laughs> but the bottom line is, that is who the Jewish delegation is. They're getting kicked off the fucking plane right now. Wow. No, no, bro. You can't. You have to follow your rules. You have to wear your mask. That's just what it is. Well, I'm going to ride with it. I'm going to ask myself, like, what what would it be like if noted Italian-American Frank Castle, not the Punisher, just Frank Castle, just a guy, just a guy who's a cop, obviously. We love cops here on the racial raft. Mm. We we love police officers because they never do anything wrong. Um, Mm, Facts. Frank Castle was an honest ex-Marine with a family he loved. But when that family was murdered, he became a vigilante with a uniquely brutal... Wait, why were they murdered again? Real quick. Mm, we don't want to talk about that. No, no, wait, wait. Why were they murdered? I mean, he might have done some shady shit. Oh. Okay. But, but Jewish Frank Castle... Um, I don't know, kid. Can you give me some insight? I, I know you have... I know you're, you know, Jewish yourself. Um are like is is it is it a stretch that there could be like a jewish character who could be like a you know a cop who kind of goes off the rails and yeah yeah anger people don't do that Mm-mm. you know and um you know, decides to just like start murdering people because no jewish people turn the other sheep that's just how we grow oh okay we're above it we're, ab- we're above approach which is also another reason why you know, this pick has been disqualified. So, so you don't think that there could be a like a Jewish guy with like anger issues that decides to mete out his justice upon the world? Nope. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, if it was a woman, maybe with red hair. Why are you talking? Her name might begin with A. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I'm willing to entertain the idea of a Jewish Punisher, um, especially because, like I said, Frank Bernthal is Jewish and he did a really good role. You know, he did a really good job in the role. But I just think that's that, acting. What'd you say? That's acting. Like it is. It, you're right. It is acting. I just think yeah. that it, from the perspective of the supplemental draft, I'm not really sure who Frank Castle is supplementing. It's a, it's a valid question, you know? Yeah, I disapprove. I disapprove 120%. Well, let's find he, out. At least he has spoken. Let is, let's find out what the people think. Uh, the people gave it 75% strongly approve of a Jewish Frank, Frank Castle. And uh, 25% uh, is it anti-Semitic? No, I'm going to say it's just uh, um, respecting the rules of the the uh, supplemental draft. Yeah. But there we have it, the final pick of the round. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm, I'm thoroughly pissed. Wow. Thoroughly. wow. We have rules, Mike. Mm-hmm. What's next? So what's next, Mike? I'm about to I'm gonna blow your mind with the fact that like what's next is complete anarchy because the next round listen, I'm telling you now, even though we haven't even kicked off the round, complete anarchy in the last round 
of the supplemental draft because once we open the door to the Punisher, to Frank Castle, all all of the rules are all bets are off. All bets are all off. Bets are I, off yeah, Mike. I feel you. And in that spirit, the South Asian delegation came with their pick. Um, are you familiar with a uh, character named Ted Cord? Not Ted Cord, no. Yeah, well, they provided a fan cast for our benefit. Uh, Hassan, Hassan Minaj. I, I don't know that person. I'm going to share. I'm going to share the uh, link for you in just a moment. And uh, you know, like you, you're. I think you're familiar with his work. He was on the Daily Show. He was, he also had his own show called. Um, give me a second. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's the guy that. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, he's actually funny, but. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he had a show called Patriot Act, which was on um, on um, the Netflix. Netflix I believe. Yeah, it was on Netflix. So he has been uh, fan cast to play Ted Cord, like in his superhero persona. He was the Blue Beetle, but again, keeping with the precepts of the supplemental draft, he's just businessman Ted Cord from Cord Industries. And I'm going to go ahead and read from the wikis for Ted Cord. Wiki, wiki. Wiki, wiki. <laughs> what was that? It's really difficult to come up with a uh, non-superhero wiki for him. But he was, at one point, he was a Blue Beetle character. But he is the, the main... Um, proponent of the cord industries. He's a technological genius with superior athleticism, fighting prowess. He is a little bit of a of a tech bro, if we're being honest. He died and came back, but you know, he's a he's a billionaire who's into technology. I mean, we can talk about his superhero aspect, but we. Mm-hmm should not as part of the supplemental draft. So we're going to talk about billionaire Ted Cord. And I think, I think that the uh, Asif, sorry, not, I think the Hassan Minaj casting is actually a pretty good casting. But what did the people think, Kia? What did the people think? What did they think, Mike? Tell me what they think. What did they think? 75% approval rating. Including all seventy-five percent strongly approve, and twenty-five percent so strongly disapprove, which means they're racist. No, no, no. It just means that they like the rules. They like to follow <laughs> rules. Disqualified as well. I feel you. I feel you. Well, shout out to the South Asian delegation. But like I said. Bedlam, shenanigans, chaos, everything's happening in the final round of the supplemental draft because um, shout out to the Jewish delegation for breaking the rules. 
and breaking. No, there's in. no shot out there. There's mm. a slap in the face. Mm. Well, they with broke some powder on it. That's they broke the game. They broke the game, and that just means that the next round, come back next week and find out how badly all the rules were broken and how badly it's just chaos. It's just, it's, you know. We can't do this, Mike. We just can't. So I'm going to go ahead and jump into the news for the week. We're going to run through the stories really quick. There's only three stories, but... I just want to hear your take. I just want to hear your perspective on them, Kia. This one's quick. The Silk series, which is going to uh, happen on Amazon, it's based on the Korean American character Cindy Moon, aka Silk, and it's going hey, to be part of. Hey, can I have your Amazon account, Mike? Um, not not live on a podcast, no. But, oh, okay. Um, Cindy Moon character the superhero character known as silk she will have her series and they're starting the filming in late august your thoughts oh, okay that's interesting congratulations yes woohoo woohoo what's the yes. next one mike what's the yes. next one next up iron the marvel cinematic universe series based around Riri Williams, the successor to Tony Stark with her own armor. Um, she's also a genius character and she will be played by Dominique Thorne. They have found a head writer for this series. Uh, this actress, sorry, um, she is a poet and uh, I believe a rapper. Um, Shaneka Hodge, no, Shaneka, Okay. Yeah, Shaneke Hodge. I like I like Dominique Thorne. This is good. I yeah. appreciate this one. I'm a little bit more excited about this. Mm-hmm. Also, what's your uh, Disney Plus login? <laughs> well, <laughs> sh- yeah. So Shaneke Hodge, uh, she's she's also been featured in the um, uh, as a writer on Snowpiercer. She's from Oakland, I believe, and she will be the head writer for Ironheart. I'm a fan of Snowpiercer. I'm a fan of her poetry. And I am very interested in seeing what she brings to the table. Me too. As the head writer for Ironheart. So uh, I'm also following her on Twitter. So if you want to come on the show, Shaneka, come on the show and talk about it. Because we're here for you. All right. And last but not least. Last but not least. Green Lantern. Okay, uh, Martin's not here. We don't have to go over this. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're gonna we're gonna quickly go through it. Um, Kia, are you familiar with the character named Guy Gardner? Ah, uh, yes, because Martin has talked about Guy Gardner. Yes, so Guy Gardner has been cast for the HBO Max Green Gardner show. I'm sorry, Green Lantern show. And he's going to be played by an actor named Finn Whitrock. Finn Whitrock? Whitrock with the W. You might know him from the American Horror Story series. Is he hot? Um, I'll leave that to you. I'm going to share his picture. Oh, yeah, he is hot. He's like creepy hot. Like, oh, my God. Like, I wouldn't mind waking up to that. So, mm. Yes. 
Finwood oh, yes, Rock. Spouse. Never mind. Finwood Rock will be playing Guy Gardner, who is um according to according to the synopsis. Here we go. Cocky alpha male Guy Gardner. That sounds like his cup of tea. Mm-hmm. He is uh give me a second. I need to get a better sense of of what they're oh here we go. He is a parody of a militant macho American hero, a hulking mass of masculinity, and embodiment of 1980s hyperpatriotism. And yet, Guy is somehow likable. So that is who Finn Whitrock will be playing as he renders Guy Gardner in the 1980s. Um, you think he's hot, and I think the hotness will go a long way. Yes. So... That is your casting, the first lead character cast in the Green, in the Green Lantern HBO Max series. Your thoughts, Kia? I'm going to probably watch the first two. Mm-hmm. You can tell me about the last one. I feel you. And, you know, I'm sure you have your own legally acquired HBO Max password. Yep, which you'll give me after the show. Legally acquired. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But there it is. There was our there was our news for the week. Um, this was wow. I, I don't know. I, I have to say, Mike, I'm exhausted. Like I, that's this was a lot of information. <laughs> this is I have to like let this soak in. You know, this is some craziness. Trades. I People know, not this... following the rules. Women getting roles. What is this? The 2000s? <laughs> well, as always, this is your first episode. We apologize. But hopefully you got enough out of it so that you're into it and you're willing to come back for the ride because this is what we do every single week. We change the complexion of the comic book universe one draft pick at a time and hopefully listen tell your friends join us on all of our but social not your media moms, platforms not your dads i mean you know you know send your moms directly not to anybody me. that i know personally <laughs> but we're always looking to grow the grow the listenership you can find us on all your podcast platforms on Spotify, mm-hmm. Google Podcast, uh, Apple Podcasts. That's right. All the others. You can all find me at MTFIII on Twitter, MTFII on um, Instagram. That's you can right. find us on Racial Draft Pod on right. on Twitter, Racial Dra- Racial Dot Draft on Instagram. You can find Kia at oh, uh, Kia B Ism at on Instagram or on mm-hmm. Instagram and also on uh, Instagram. What, what? On Twitter, you mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. But, and, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd said Instagram twice, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> I was just seeing if you were paying attention. I got you. Uh, so you can also find us on on Clubhouse, maybe? Uh, and find us on Clubhouse. <laughs> Rachel Jeff Podcast on Clubhouse. But yeah, I mean, 
we're doing big things. We're definitely, we're coming to the close of our second season, but we've got big, big plans for our third season. And if you want to be part of our third season, like hit us up wherever, because we would love new blood. We would love new interests and new interests. I know this is a new team. Like I want another team. Oh, another delegation, you mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, let us know. What What are you looking for, Kia? I mean, I don't know yet. I got to Google. Okay. Well, if you would like to be, if you feel like your delegation has not been represented, like hit us up and we'll consider it because the new season uh, kicks off in June, which means we have uh, two to three weeks to discuss potential new delegations and we're open like whoop whoop we're open and willing (laughs) i mean if you're a fan shout us out as 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 always we only talk about five star ratings on itunes so if you're giving us four star ratings that's probably why we haven't talked about you. But <laughs> we are we are waiting for our five star ratings. So do your thing, you know? Anytime. Just wait. Tell, you, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your mama, tell your friends, tell everyone whose heart can comprehend, tell you in a letter, tell you on a phone. I'm not the kind of one that likes to be alone. Wait, that is a totally different song. <laughs> but whatever. The point is. We miss you much, and we would like you next week. Tell them, Janet. Until next time, all things are possible.